Trying to do a live show from Cali Barbecue. Raise your hand if you can hear me in the back. They can't. You can't. Doing the best we can. It's not me. <laughs> to make sure we don't feedback. We're doing the best we can. It's a live show. We're going to play this thing back for the people that download the show. Again, we're doing a live show, Cali Barbecue. Nice enough, Sean Walchef, to open it up. First event, courtesy of uh, Cali and, of course, Jake's Projects, nonprofit. Everyone out here, nice enough to come out and celebrate this event. Sitting with me right now, with ghost, of course, Jeff. There you go. Oh, that's great. Glad I drove all the way over here. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm leaving. Fuck off. You got, got Mike Costa. Goddamn. Hang on. Hang on. I was at San Diego State. It's Dave Chappelle tonight. They're like 25 bucks. I'm like, I'm just trying to get the hell over to Cali Barbecue. <laughs> this jerk, I'm doing the best I can. Don't everybody yell at me. And it's like, the name of the show... And it's like, oh, hey, yeah, I'll remember all that. It's the holidays. I hope you're all ashamed of yourself. Sorry, introduce Mike. He did. I got no applause. Mike Costa, any applause for Mike? We're good. Come on, what happened? Thank you so much. It's really great to see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Said nobody. And and a surprise for us, Ernie Martinez. Oh, of course. America's sweetheart. Is this thing on? Yeah, every time they need a ratings boost, I get that phone call. <laughs> hey, we need you on the show. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's, so combined, we have more than 100 years' experience doing shows together, right? As far as radio in San Diego. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, was uh, just think, I was just thinking today, it's been, it'll be 30 years next year that I've known you. Yeah. Both of you guys. Yeah. That's a long time. Mike, tell people the Mary Tillman story. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great things when you get to work with your friends yeah, is yeah. fun things happen that you let them remember for 25 years. You guys all are familiar with the great Pat Tillman, American hero Pat Tillman. Yeah. So in 2000, right, 2008, hello Dino. Don't sit back there like I don't see you. Uh, 2008, his mother Mary wrote an incredible book called Boots on the Ground and told the story, unfortunately, what Dave can relate to about a parent losing a child. And Mary Tillman came in to the iHeart Radio Studios. At that time, Dave and I were doing mornings. Ernie was still at 1090. And Mike used to broadcast from a booth where my friend Laura, Padre's fangirl, and my son Jack are, he, and Danny Williams. They're all, Mike was about that far away from us. <laughs> But on this particular day, Mike decided, unbeknownst to me or Dave, that he was going to come into the studio with us and participate. Remember this day, Mike? Oh, that's great. Yeah, and he was yesterday. It was, yesterday. It was it's awesome. And Mike was going to participate in the interview with Mary Tillman. <laughs> the problem was the studio, Ernie, was tighter than this, where we are. If we took this table and moved it back three feet, that's how much room we had in there. <laughs> So Mary Tillman comes in, beautiful woman, and she's telling the story about how she lost her son, Pat. My son, Jack, had just been born at that time. And Mike, who's now in studio with us, decides he's going to ask Mary a question. And he says, Mary, you have three guys here that are fathers. And Mike gets choked up. 
which doesn't work really well on live radio. So Mike decides that he's going to excuse himself. Now, remember, at this time, we only had 14 minutes to go in this segment. We didn't have the opportunity to take a break. And Dave and I are like, fuck is this? And Mike gets up. While we're live on the radio trying to talk to the lovely Mary Tillman who just wrote a brand new best-selling book, Boots on the Ground, and Mike does this, excuse me, excuse me, and is elbowing me, Mary Tillman, Dave. I think I pushed her head out of the way at one point to get around her. I smacked my head on one of the monitors, and Jeff, being the pro he is, Okay. Says we're like going to <laughs> give Mike, Mike a chance to gather himself. Give Mike a second. <laughs> and then uh, Mike went outside. The interview got going. Mike decided I'm going to take another run at it. Comes back in. <laughs> elbows me, Dave. Elbows the lovely Mary Tillman. Sits back down. Mary, when I think about the history of Pat Tillman. <laughs> I got second time. So... I hope you all have the opportunity to have work with buddies. Dave, what's, isn't that nice Mike came out so we can yeah, remind him? Very Thank nice. you. Thank you for bringing that up, especially this time of the holidays. Right. For everything that we're uh, thankful for. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's good radio, Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> so as I said, we're lucky enough to have a good friend, Ernie Martinez. And anyone who knows Ernie, and whether you met Ernie or you know him from radio in San Diego, you know him from his laugh. His laugh is extremely famous. But the, the two nicest people in San Diego, we always say, are Mark Grant and Ernie Martinez. And, and Ernie is honestly one of the nicest guys you're going to meet. And so I, I appreciate that. 30 yeah. years in radio. 33. At, at 33. Yep. And just the fact that you're with us here doesn't matter. Who are, <laughs> who, what, what, who are the best guys you've worked with? Well, I tell you, in the 33 years of radio, the golden era made the least amount of money in radio was the four years that I got to do with you two, followed by Hartman and Costa were the best four and a half years of radio out of that 33 and a half years. I laughed every day. I didn't care how much they were paying me. It was just a comic. And I and I and I've saved a lot of that stuff for my iPod. So it just randomly pops up and I still get a kick out of it today. It's it's funnier than hell. Did you save any of that shit anywhere? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. When you get fired, it was which time? And I want to depress yeah. myself or I'm constipated I listen to it, but that's about it. Uh, who's the worst guys you've ever worked with? The worst guys ever. Every, every, pro, every program director that ran the radio station. <laughs> Guys, right now, the biggest topic is baseball winter meetings will be here Sunday. Ernie, one move the Padres need to make in order to be a World Series champion. Uh, have a uh, healthy Fernando Tatis Jr. the entire year. Dave, what's the move they make that nobody's waiting to hear? <laughs> or uh, nobody's expecting, I should say. Not that nobody's waiting to hear. That'd be hiring you and me. What's the move they make to make yeah. the World Championship But team? what's the move they make that nobody's expecting tonight? What are they going to do? Preller always surprises us. All right, I'm going to surprise you. I think the pitcher they add is going to be Nathan Abaldi. Ooh. And Nathan Abaldi, not a big-name guy, but it's a Preller-type move. A guy that throws hard, a guy that gives you a lot of innings, a guy that's kind of like a Joe Musgrove type. I think Nathan Abaldi is going to be the guy that surprises you. But see, I wanted him two years ago. Where is he at? Where, where is he at now? He was available two years ago. He was. Y yeah. You're going to get him now, right? But you Hopefully guys, not too late. you guys grew up. How many of you guys have been lifetime San Diegans for the most part, right? Lifetime San Diegans. Dave, 
Mike, Ernie, and I were all lucky enough to be part of the Chargers broadcast for many, many years, and that was incredibly fun. But for you guys, Mike, Dave, Ernie, what we just went through this fall was probably, I've been here 40 years. That's the highlight, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the coolest thing. Was that the highlight? 94? Yeah, right. And that's the thing, Mike. I mean, you were here for that. I mean, equivalent? Did one eclipse the other? No, because this city turns out like no other when their teams give them a reason to turn out, like playoff runs, like what the Padres did uh, this past year. And you've got the greatest football fans, the greatest baseball fans anywhere in this town, long-suffering, and they deserve to have the absolute uh, have the absolute best. And that's why the Padres, you send FTJ to the Angels, and you get Shohei Otani, <laughs> and you go to the World Series. You're welcome. Right there. Dave, they did a poll in the athletic. Or you get Tommy Pham back. Ooh, there you go. I like that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Jason, hey, let's go. Watch your back. Don't sit on just his car. Just a kiss away, yeah. Uh, it's just a kiss away in case anybody's trying to figure out directions. <laughs> right, Ernie? Isn't that what you told me? Ernie's like, no, I did not. No. Uh, there was a, a poll, Dave, in The Athletic of top baseball executives, and they said, why I asked you what's the move nobody's planning or expecting, they said the Padres could trade Fernando Tatis Jr. this offseason. Yeah, no How way. could they trade him? You're no, not going to get anything in no, return. Couldn't agree more. They're, they won't trade Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, first of all, I think U.S. fan base Shit. would freak out, right? You're ready for him to come back and be the guy that hit 42 home runs. You want to see him back in a Padre uniform. Just curious, how many people, when he comes back day one, are going to cheer for him? How many people are going to boo him day one? Nobody? He didn't let you down? You're, you're booing him, Tanner? Oh! It's good! <laughs> yeah! In this yeah. town! Yeah. There used to be a letdown. Yeah, I think that's it, Dave. I think in this town right here, looking at the disappointment with what happened Ernie against the Phillies, you look at what Fernando brings to the lineup, right? We all love Kim, but when you put another 40 home run bat in there, oh, yeah. We have no short-term memory. No, we the don't. The day he comes in, he's going to be loved, right? Yep. And it's all about... He did his time. That's what they be, said on Beretta. Exactly. Ernie, <laughs> do the crime, you do the time. He did his time. Let him up for goddamn No, I agree. Right. I'm not going to boo the guy. Look, we booed Ken Caminetti at one point. I didn't. But when he came back, they booed him. You don't and need to you qualify. Don't, you don't do okay. those guys. Wait, you're not you're a trial. So you what are you all nervous Ken, for? He, remember, he used to say all the time, Ken Caminetti <laughs> yeah, bend over for a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Every single time he's Every up. time oh, off yeah. the air. Oh, Bring God. back Kurt Stillwell. Stop running from the truth, Ernie. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear a bullshit Sean artist. Abner. I was, I was a big Sean Abner fan. I mean, he, he, he came you to You wanted Chris and, Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever booed anybody? Uh, the Dodgers, yeah. <laughs> At the, the final game of the uh, NLDS, yeah. Dave, we're out here for Jake's projects. Thank you to everybody who came yeah. out, made a contribution. How many got a Jake's uh, sandwich tonight? Right here. $5 donation from Sean Walchiff, who's walking around. Hello, Gav. Somebody uh, is walking around. BK, all my boys are here. Uh, but Dave, tonight... To see this, to see the Jake's Project shirts, unfortunately, it shouldn't have been. So many nights we were here, 
with Jake Palais in that room watching Thursday night football and just hanging out and having a good time. And for all of you to come out, I can't even imagine what it means to Dave, what it means to Rita. Mike and I, unfortunately, were there that night. We remember October the 30th, sadly. Josh, I see in the back. And everybody that knows the Palais family and loves the Palais family, uh, thank you so much for coming out and being a part of it. When we were at uh, Jake's memorial, I had to give a eulogy that night, and I can't think of anything tougher because in that year, I've said to Dave, that year in 2018, it's the year that Jake changed from being Dave's son to being my friend. And we got incredibly close and we're here of all places on a fight night. We talked to Jake. I talked to Jake about his battle with depression. I talked to him about his attempts of suicide. And the good thing was on that night, Jake had turned the corner and he was ready to be here and to share a message, a message that I couldn't deliver, that Dave couldn't deliver, Mike or Ernie couldn't deliver, because he had been to a guy, he was a guy that had been to the darkest, darkest places you can go in your soul, and he had got out on the other side. He was an unbelievable uh, recovery story. And sadly, as we all know, on that night, October 30th, uh, we lost him. And it's devastating. But as I look and I see that Jake's Project shirt, and I look out here, Dave, and I see all these people that are out here tonight remembering the guy who should be here, uh, it's an incredible testimony. For every one of you that are here, you have a, a thousand things to do. It's a holiday season. It's a Thursday night. For a lot of you, it's a work day tomorrow. But from the bottom of our hearts, as I see bears and everything else, thank you very much. The young and unwashed and everybody that was here earlier tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I get it wrong every time. Yeah, uh, but thank you guys very much for coming out and being a part of this. It means a lot, and it's a night that we'll all remember for a long, long time. Yeah, again, I've thanked many of you face-to-face -face for, of course, showing up tonight. The, the history behind the Jake Sandwich is we were supposed to take a trip to New York and Boston. Uh, Josh, Reed, and I, and, and Jake were supposed to come, and it was a trip that Josh paid for all of us to go out to, to go and Jake kept saying, man, I'm really excited. If you, you knew Jake and so many of his friends are here right now, you know he was a big baseball fan. And so he was so excited about going to Fenway Park and going to Yankee Stadium. And right before the trip, Jake backed out and he said, I, I can't deal with it. I'm afraid of basically being around all the people. He was dealing with major anxiety that he was recovering from over the last few years. And, and even though he was doing great, he was afraid to, to make the trip. At the end, he backed out and he just said, uh, I can't do it. And so the three of us went uh, without him, and he stayed home. And he, I know he called a lot of the people that are here today uh, just to talk himself through or keep himself busy, um, trying to just have a normal day. And uh, Jeff picked him up and brought him here, and, and he sat inside with Sean Walcheff, who owns Cali Barbecue. And they watched a fight, and they talked, and, and deep conversations. And Sean, who has been, you know, obviously very generous to us and to Jake, um, said, you know, he was going to name this sandwich that you guys ordered tonight. He was actually going to name it after me because I had a running joke about how come I can't get a sandwich <laughs> named after me. And uh, Jake said when it came time to order, he goes, this is the sandwich I'm going to order. This is what my dad would have ordered if he was here. And he ordered that sandwich, and then Sean decided to name the sandwich after Jake. And it was one of those that means a lot to me. When I order it, I'll be honest with you, I tear up every time I order it. Uh, the fact that you guys ordered it when I was standing inside and all the sandwiches were passed to me, it made me feel pretty good that uh, it has the, the sandwich is more than um, just a sandwich, it's just a meal, it has meaning to me. It means a lot. And so 
the fact that so many of you were close here, the fact I'm seeing kids that are here that I, I call them kids, even though they're grown men now, and they were with him when he was four years old, and they watched him grow up, and, and even though he passed at 20, I think he, he touched a lot of people. A lot of people were very, very important to him. One thing I'll say about Jake that he was ahead of his time was he, he rooted for everybody. There, a lot of times there's jealousy, whether you're an adult, you're especially as a child, you always want good things for people, just not better than what you have for yourself. And man, did, did he cheer for his, his friends and his teammates. And, and so as, a, as I say, I look over here and I see Casey Schmidt, <laughs> and Casey and, and Roman and, and Jake all played t-ball together since they were four years old. Well, Casey is supposed to be a starting third baseman for the San Francisco Giants this year. Nobody would be happier for Casey tonight than Jake. I mean, it was such a big deal that he followed all of his friends. And there are more friends that are following the same path of what Casey's doing. But as I look out and I see those guys, not only would Jake be the guy to be the first one to give everybody here a hug, but at the same time, he'd be bragging about the guys who are doing great. And um, I'm sorry he's not here, but to us, the fact you guys are here in his memory means everything to us. Yeah, you know, Dave, what's funny for me is I, I started to mention, Mike, at that eulogy and, and at that memorial, writing, writing a eulogy about somebody that means so much to you. I hope none of you ever have to experience it. But when we had that in November, just a couple of months earlier, Dave and I celebrated the 20th anniversary of our show. Uh, ironically, August will be our 25th year of, of doing this. And so we did a night, Sean Walchev has always stepped up big and we were able to raise about $15,000 for local charities. But we didn't know what to do. We called it the Dave and Jeff Charities. And I said, that sounds like a, you know, a boy band. I hated it. <laughs> Dave hated the name of it. And we just kept thinking about different things we were gonna do as we continued to try to take the form that we have and make a difference in the community. And so as I was sitting there writing it, uh, Jake, you know, meant so much to all of us, not just me. And I started thinking JP, 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 and I came up with Jake's projects. And I said, you know, if we call it Jake's projects and we put it, Dave and, and Josh added the 25 at the end, which I love. Um, but I said, if we call it Jake's projects, everywhere we go, it's JP. My, my first two initials are JP. And I, I just loved it for Josh, for Jake, and and now to see that and thinking back on that night when it was so incredibly miserable uh that we all went through but to see it on this shirt and to see it there and to see the jp25 man it, it it's unbelievable i i can't even explain what it means to keep his spirit alive he was the funniest most twisted obnoxious uh disgusting <laughs> he dave and i do this podcast we do it every night in the garage and we would come in and you have no idea if anybody's listening and he he was a mountain of a man as we all know and he would sit there on the couch and he was starting his stand-up comedy career dave what he's 19 right yeah so dave would be sitting there i'd walk in it's a sunday night <laughs> and you know how he talked Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, I got a new joke. I'd be like, oh, yeah? All right, let me hear it. There's no chance I'm repeating that joke. There is absolutely no chance I'm repeating any of it. Bother Josh to send you the video. And I looked at him. It was, I mean, I saw Sam Kinison. I saw everybody you could think of. It made Sam Kinison look so G-rated, and he's 19. And I said, what What happened to you? Was it in the delivery? 
I go, no. It's the entire joke. It's disgusting. All right. I'll work on it. And I'd be like, excuse me for everybody. I'd go, get, get the fuck out of here. Okay. And I go, Dave, what happened to that kid? That woman right there next to Josh is the sweetest woman who walks this planet. Rita Pelle is an absolute angel. And what that kid would intentionally do to tease her every day. And Rita, I'm sorry I encouraged it because I found it hysterical. I don't know. You didn't deserve it, Rita. You've lived a charm life until that maniac and the other maniac. Maniac, and starting with this one came in, but no, I mean, we could talk Padres all day. It, tonight's about Jake Palais and sharing stories. And uh, hello, Key, and uh, and just Dave for you, and for Rita, and for Josh, and everybody that knew him and loved him. You know, I had a buddy who always said friends are family, and boy, is that feeling in this room tonight, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Again, can't thank everybody enough. Um, so many of you have been so generous. With your time, with your money, and the, the fact to see your faces means everything to us. I mean, we have such a great community, and people that have been behind us, people that have jumped on this board that have spent tons of time working to make an event like tonight happen and help out kids that aren't as fortunate. So we, we honestly can't thank you enough. This means a ton to us. As sad as it is at the same time, um, th this is this fills our hearts. And, um, again, the guys who are on the, on the stage with me right now, outstanding, as soon as... You know, Mike found out Jake passed. He, he was at my house in 10 minutes. It was, um, it, he, was he was just one of many. As I see faces out here, you, you, all of you guys were there. I mean, the hugs you gave, the, the phone calls, the, the thoughts that you've given to Rita, to Josh, to me. I, I can't thank you guys enough. It means everything to me. But I think one thing that we talk about, Dave, on the show a lot is depression. I've dealt with it. So one thing we could never do on Terrestrial Radio, if we ever tried to do that on 1360 Right, you try to talk about, I mean, I don't know if anybody heard the podcast Dave did the night after, whatever we went, Dave, uh, two nights after Jake passed away. It's the most incredible thing I've ever heard. For a dad to talk, I think Dave went 50 minutes straight talking about losing his son in this short window. And you just, you can't do it. Ernie will tell you, Mike will tell you, we've spent, as Dave said, 100 years doing it. But when you deal with depression, and so many times, and I hope none of you have it, but if you know it, you're going to know what I'm saying when I tell you this. There are so many days when we, Dave and I lost a close friend to suicide, and one of the quotes she said a couple of days before she took her life, she said, I know a thousand people that love me. The problem is none of them are me. And anybody that knew Jake Palais that grew up with him and watched him in the really struggles, he knew what that meant. He knew exactly what that meant. He knew what those days meant. He was battling. He was winning. But I think, Dave, for him, there were probably days when he felt that same way, that there are a thousand people that will claim they love me. None of them are me. But to see all of you, like I said, to be out here tonight and wearing that with his name, with his number, as Dave mentioned, Casey Schmidt and, and so many of the others, man, it's outstanding. And I, I just can't thank you enough. We... We celebrate the wins around here, and that's definitely a win for Jake. Absolutely. Hey, I, I do want to mention um, the, the show that we do, the Dave and Jeff show, is, is one of those as we, we all spent time in radio. We made a jump after uh, 2016 to do the show, and so many of you are listeners and, and devoted followers of the show, and we can't thank you enough. You, you guys have been outstanding. In my opinion, it's, it's a better show than the radio show we used to do. We can say whatever we want. We're our own program director, obviously. There's a lot of swearing, a lot of earnings. Is that because Mike's not on yeah, it? Thanks, Dave, that's right. right here. I appreciate that, buddy. Except, except uh, for Mike. Um, 
But but again, the, the people that have uh, again shown up tonight to support the show, we can't thank you enough. And all the people that keep it going, actually, right there in the back, you know, as far as our advertisers go. And uh, at, we got Alan Taylor who, for Taylor Made Pools. Alan, where is he back here still, or is he inside eating? Alan Taylor. We got uh, Dan Williams. Raise your hand, Dan, please. He's not five eight. <laughs> Looks five. Eight. Brian Curry. Brian Curry. And, of course, Kyle Fluger as well. And, uh, again, if, if you're a fan of the show and those guys can help you out with their services, again, the, those guys are as good as they get. Most radio shows you listen to, advertisers disappear. These guys have been with us from the very beginning and have stayed with us and, and helped keep the show going. So, um, again, guys like them help keep, make this night possible as well. Um, again, we're, we're going to sit there. We're going to close the bidding out. We'll give it uh, 10 more minutes. If you guys want to go back to look at the tables, if you put your, your name down and you bid on something in the back, you're, uh, you're welcome to go check it again. But in 10 minutes, we're going to close it down at 8.30. And then uh, basically we'll let you guys finish up. If you guys want to hang around and talk for a little bit, fine. But otherwise, it's, it's a long night for the people that work here and a long night for people that have to work tomorrow. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call it a night. And, and can't thank you guys enough as we keep saying it over and over again because we mean it. But um, thank you for being here tonight. It means a lot to us. Godspeed, Jake Pellet. Sneaky backstreet door, I laugh so hard.